there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my home school, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So I've got a few things I wanted to talk about today. And before I start, I just wanted to let you guys know what is going on with the podcast. I don't really know why there's a problem, but Apple Podcasts is not streaming the Simply Living for Him podcast right now. You will see all of the previous episodes there in the archives. Um, but the last episode, even though I have everything done correctly, it has been streaming everywhere. It's not showing up on Apple. I've written to them three or four times. I finally got a note back that they're working on it, but for some reason it is not streaming to Apple podcasts. And unfortunately that is where most of my listeners are. So if you are a Apple podcast listener, you may not be hearing this or you may. I don't know if they're going to stream this one. Um, and if you are able to hear this one on Apple, then please know there was one before this that you can find on my blog. You don't even have to go to a streaming app. Just go to simplylivingforhim.com or you can find it on all of the other streaming apps. Hopefully we're going to work that out soon with Apple. I really don't know what's going on. But I have a few other things I wanted to talk about today, and before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. We have always loved using Apologia's curriculum. Our favorite is their K-6, through I believe it is, science curriculum. We've also used middle school, high school. We've used pretty much all of it, um, and I highly, highly recommend it. Right now, you can save 20% on self-paced curriculum or receive free shipping on orders over $150 within the contiguous United States. They have digital curriculum, self-paced, online, traditional textbook. They really do have it all. Plus, they have a whole bunch of resources for the homeschooling family. So go check out everything there is to offer um, at Apologia.com. Also, the podcast may sound a little different. Sound quality today. I'm sort of having to record on the fly. And as I'm saying that, we've got some big tractor truck going by. Um, so I'm not using my usual podcast recording um, uh, equipment. So things are a little bit on the fly today, but isn't that how life is? And you know me, I'm just like all about keeping it real. And I am just doing the best I can. If you guys have been following along on my social media, you may have seen that we are in the midst of a lot of changes in our family. I'm actually working a real job. <laughs> I say real job um, outside of the home for the first time since I had my first born. And it's super exciting. I am the director of outreach now at my church, and it's just been a really cool thing to see how this all came together. For years, I have been praying for my own ministry center, 
And I have been praying with Steve actually for like a Simply Living for Him hub, you know, where I could do retreats and events and outreach to the community. And I just, you know, have really enjoyed my retreats and my events. So we figured something like that, but where we could also, you know, just do a lot of outreach. We didn't know what it would look like. It's literally been something we've been praying about for years. We thought of something like an Airbnb style. We just thought of all different things. Um, and lo and behold, right in front of my face, I am now able to, um, be the director of outreach right there at my church in my local community. So totally separate from Simple Living for Him, but how amazing that I am, um, able to serve my church in this way. So in our church, we have this 16 acre property. It's just beautiful. We have this huge barn with classrooms and a gym and fields to play in. Um, and it just hasn't been utilized for the past several years for many reasons. And so I was talking with my husband one day and was like, you know what, that place is exactly what I, you know, have been praying about a ministry center. And so I, you know, like I said, totally separate from Simply Living for Him. This is going to be for our church and our local community, but we are going to do um, events and classes and conferences and sports groups. And just we're opening it up for all different things. We've had donors donating to renovate the space and it's just been super exciting. So I've been really busy with that, trying to navigate this new uh, schedule for me to continue doing Simply Living for Him as best as I can, of course, because it is always my heart and my ministry. Um, and of course, my first ministry is to my family, and I still have two at home that I'm homeschooling. But what's really cool is they've been helping me a lot at church. And, you know, we can bring school down to church and they can work in my office, or they have this big, huge, sprawling property and classrooms and everything. So there's plenty of place for them to get school done. And it's just, it's really cool. But like I said, it's just trying to fit everything in um, and trying to figure out how to navigate this new kind of schedule and just whatever new life, I guess you can say. And then as I talked about on the last episode, which some of you may not have heard because Apple podcast doesn't want to play it. Um, I was talking about how my son has gone down to South Carolina for this year to continue another year with the One Life Institute. And we are super excited because he's doing great. Uh, God has been so faithful in that whole situation. Of course, I miss him, but I am not boohooing at home because I'm just so peaceful with where he is. And I just know that God brought him there and he's learning and doing great things with great people. So that's all exciting. Just a whole new life to navigate though right now, you know, with one out of the, another one, I should say, out of the house and just two at home. Uh, and my oldest that is at home still is a senior. So we're navigating his senior year and figuring that out. But thankfully, I want to, I want to give you a little update on homeschooling. Oh, I have to do an entire episode I on our homeschool year, but I am so thrilled with our homeschool year. I will say, okay, I'm only on my third child here now graduating that we finally figured it out. I will say that I feel like this year has been the most, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like the year I wish I always had uh, in homeschooling. Like we, I mean, we're only into it a few weeks, but we are just having the year I feel like I've always wanted where we are learning 
but we're doing real life. It's like a beautiful mix of both. And because he's graduating this year, my oldest, I still have an eighth grader and a 12th grader. So the 12th grader is graduating, but because he isn't going on to traditional college, which I really want to do an entire episode on, maybe I'll bring Steve on with me or maybe a special guest I have in mind who's even more of an expert on this topic than me. Uh, But our whole feelings have changed over the past few years about college. Um, I'm not going to get into it now, but, you know, nothing against college if your children are in college. But I'm just realizing for us that that is not necessarily the best route. And um, next year, my son will be going to uh, One Life Institute as well, just like my other son has gone, which is a gap year program. Um. And it has given me so much freedom in my homeschool this year. And like I said, I want to do an entire episode on this or a Facebook Live or something. I'm afraid it may ruffle feathers though because, and this is what our episode is going to be about today, about comparing. Because when I talk about our experience that we are not really pro-college right now, we are not, you know, looking at college as the be-all, end-all. We are doing alternative routes and we are so happy with them. I don't want to make negative feelings that people have feel they need to defend their position on going to college. And see, I think that's what happens because I'm excited about what we are doing. If somebody else isn't doing that, they feel the need to defend themselves when honestly, we all just need to do what God calls us to do, right? We all need to live out the purpose that he gives us. And for our family, he has given us strong convictions this year that college is probably not going to be the outcome for my three, my sons. My one son now who is away doing another year of one life, he would do wonderfully in college. He's a great student. He's bright. He always did well. And he did well at one life in the classes that they had. But I just feel like you know, for him, this is the best route, what he's doing. And my son next year, he's going to One Life, which is like I said, the gap year program. And, you know, we see him, he has definitely always had challenges in school, but he has come so far. Like he wrote me a paper this week that was so good and so well thought out and so wonderfully written. I can't even believe the progress he's made. So I am sure he'd do well in college as well, but it's just like, we just see so many other alternatives. And what I wanted to address about our homeschool this year and why I feel like it's just like we finally hit the best rhythm ever is because I don't have any of the pressure of I have to make this transcript perfect. He has to get into a certain college. We need to do college applications and make yourself look good on paper. I don't have to worry about anything because... He's going to one life next year. I'm not stuck in this uh, trying to meet expectations of outsiders to determine if he's successful or not. And so, again, if you're doing college and you're on the college track, praise the Lord that you're following God's plan. But for us, what I have found this year is so much freedom. So, We're doing a lot of real life because they're down with me at church. My son is also working at church to do a lot of the the work around the barn and things like that to get it ready. Um, But we are doing this study that I kind of put together. So many of you know, I have a whole e-course about it. If you don't know, uh, we use the Bible as our main textbook several years ago. And that was an amazing year. That was, again, this like one of the best years we ever had. 
And I put it all together myself that year and everything we learned came from the Bible. And I sort of wanted to go back to that this year, but in a different way. So it's not necessarily going through a book of the Bible and going from there, but it's more topical. So we're doing plants and animals of the Bible and we are having the best time. So I think I talked about it on a previous episode in the archives a couple of weeks back where I kind of outlined exactly what we are doing. So you may want to go listen to that. And again, I'll probably go more in depth as we go on with it. But now that we're in it, it just feels so good that what we're doing. So we're doing plants and animals of the Bible. So what does that mean? So right now we're going through animals and we're looking at birds is our first kind of topic. And I don't have it broken up into how many lessons per week and how many lessons per month. I just have all the things that we're going to learn about birds. And it's a huge amount of stuff. So there's science in there. There's history in there. There's geography in there because we're looking at where birds come from. We're looking at the history of birds. Like in Bible times, we're reading so much about birds in the Bible. So there's Bible lessons in there. We're doing papers about birds. So there's writing lessons in there. But my son is also using a language arts um, workbook on top of it just for practice. And he's also doing math on top of it. But we're reading books that have birds in it. Um, He's going to read many different uh, literature pieces that I picked out that will go with the topic, whether it's birds or animals or plants, etc. And you know, like I said, writing assignments, and we're going to study John James Audubon. They sketched birds this week. We learned about animal classification. There's tons of science in there. We're learning about the anatomy of birds. We're talking about how airplanes relate to birds. Like, you get what I'm saying. There is so much. And then, of course, all of the Bible stuff about birds. There is so much in the Bible about birds. And I could go on and on. And I will in an episode where I share exactly what we're doing because I know a lot of people are probably interested in this. But the point I wanted to make today is the freedom that I have found in teaching this way. So like I said, we are not locked into like, oh, lesson one on this day. I have this entire list of everything I want to learn and all the resources. And on a day where we have a ton of time, like we have certain days I've scheduled to just be home and not go to church and my son isn't working and I'm not working. And those are the days we'll watch documentaries, we'll really get in depth, we'll read a ton. Then there's days where like, for instance, this week I'm traveling, so I will leave them somewhere behind or where we're going to be at church a lot. And I will just say like, you know, get your math page done and read this book and do your language arts workbook or whatever it is. So there's days where we just get minimal amounts done. And the freedom that we are feeling right now, not being constrained to anyone else's schedule, because quite frankly, the curriculum companies don't always know our life schedule, not being constrained to Uh, feeling like I have to meet certain expectations for school. So that doesn't mean that we don't, you know, meet standards and meet expectations. In fact, I feel like the opposite is happening. We are excelling more. Like we are wanting to do more because number one, we're excited about what we're learning. um, And, you know, we want to do well and we're, we're wanting to, you know, do well, but we're not Like, it's not this, like, I have to prove something for a transcript to get into college. It's like real learning. We're so interested in it that we're having these discussions. And my son will be like, well, what about this? And what about that? And I'll be like, oh, yeah. And we'll just look it up. And because we're on no one's time constraints, we spend a lot of time discussing and researching and looking up. And then when there's some days where we're, you know, busy outside of the house, 
We're just making sure we get the minimum stuff done. It is so freeing to learn this way. And I really feel like this is what homeschool should be. And I think for a lot of people, it's hard because we want the outside schedule to tell us what to do because maybe we're not confident in ourselves to do enough. But I feel like when you have the freedom to do it however you want, you're not going to be lazy and just sit around and be like, oh, well, we don't have to do anything today because you operate in that freedom. It's almost like the freedom that Christ gives us in our lives, right? It doesn't mean that we just go and we sin. We're like, oh, we have this freedom. I want to use it well. And so, you know, not to be comparing our homeschool to the freedom in Christ, but it's, it's you know, operating in that same type of boundary where, you know, just because we don't have all these rules to follow doesn't mean we're not going to live well. And it's just been really great. So I say all that just to let you know that this year has been amazing in homeschool so far. I'm going to be talking a lot more about it. If you have questions specifically that you want to hear about it, please send me a message at anchor.fm slash simply living for him. You could go on there and leave a voice message if it's a long detailed and you don't want to type it out. I'll listen to those messages. Or you can just email me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com. Um, I want to do an episode where I, I answer all the questions. It'll either be a podcast or a Facebook Live, or it may be a Facebook Live that I just, you know, turn into a podcast because I want everybody who is interested to hear this. But um, let me know what you're interested in. I just feel like we finally have found such a great groove. Unfortunately, you know, it's my third son's senior year when we found this groove. But hey, at least we found it. And I'm super excited. I would say that year we did the Bible as our main text was similar. Um, But I think because he's graduating and we have taken the pressure of college off, it's changed everything. And it's changed it for a really good purpose and a good way. So with that being said, I know some of you are listening and might be like, but I, I am putting my son in college or my daughter in college or I did college or we're doing homeschool in a very regimented scheduled way. And I just want to say that's great. If that works for you, that is great. But I know that that wouldn't work as well for us. And that brings me to what I really wanted to talk about today that my life is not supposed to look like your life. And your life is not supposed to look like my life. God has made us each for unique purposes. And I want you to have that freedom, just like we talked about my freedom in homeschool or the freedom we have to live our, out our salvation. I want you to have that freedom to live the purpose that God called you to. Life is too short and you have too much of a purpose from Christ to waste it worrying about what everybody else is doing and trying to copy somebody else's life. God has created you for a unique purpose. God has created your family for a unique purpose. I see the purposes he's created our family for all the time. We are homeschooling. We are self-employed. We are not doing necessarily the college route, you know, for my son's. I see all the things that he's created us for, but then I look at friends. They're maybe in the corporate world. They're not homeschooling. They're doing missions around the world. I have friends in every different walk of life doing all kinds of careers, single friends, married friends, friends with large families, friends with small families, right? Guess what? It's not my business. And what I'm doing isn't their business. Our business is to 
Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Our business is to uh, do the business of the Lord and what he calls us to. He calls us all to a unique purpose. And when we get caught up in comparison, we are choking out what we are supposed to be doing for the Lord. It's taken me so many years to get to this point. And I know because of the lives that we live these days that are on social media and so public for all to see, it's hard. Because even if you weren't the type to covet somebody else's life, it's human nature to scroll through Instagram, to see what everybody else is doing, and to start to internalize it on yourself. But I want to tell you, your worth is not in somebody else's life. When we see other people doing great things, that has nothing to do with us. When we see other people maybe failing at certain things, it is not nothing to do with us. Somebody else's successes or failures has nothing to do with our successes or failures. You know, I've talked about it before and I feel like it always needs to be said, but a really big red flag, and this has happened to me, and I know nobody likes to admit this, but I'll admit it. A really big red flag is when you're scrolling through Instagram or you're talking through to a friend or you're catching up with somebody in the grocery store and they're telling you um, maybe they've, they're up for a new job or maybe their children are doing something great. And deep down, you secretly hope they fail or you secretly hope their children fail. Why is that? Why do we do that? Because I feel like if they fail, then somehow in some weird twisted way, I feel better about myself. If we truly are walking as sisters and brothers in Christ, we will never hope somebody else fails, especially at a purpose that God has called them to. See, when we hope somebody else fails, it's all about pride and jealousy and envy and conceit because we just want to feel better about ourselves. And we feel like, well, I haven't achieved that. But if they do, then it makes me feel even worse. We have got to stop the comparison. We have got to walk alongside each other and cheer each other on. I love the verse in Romans 12 where it says, rejoice when others rejoice and cry when others cry. When we see a brother or sister in Christ suffering, we suffer with them. And then we walk alongside them and pray with them and hope to lift them up. And when we see another brother or sister in Christ rejoicing because they've had some great success, we rejoice with them. Isn't that what we want? We are all on the team for the kingdom, not for ourselves. You see, when we get jealous and compare, it's because we're thinking of building our own little kingdoms here on earth. We're not looking at the whole that we are here for the kingdom of God. No, we get jealous because we're thinking, that's a strike against my own little kingdom. I didn't get to do that. But when we walk as sisters, true sisters in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, and we know that our end game is to build the kingdom, of course we want them to succeed, especially if that's at something that God has called them to do. And so each of us has a unique calling from God. I know 100% God called me to homeschool. I know he calls me to speak and teach and minister. I know that he's called me to all the things that I do on a daily basis for my family and outside of my home. I know now that he's called me to this new and great opportunity at my church 
But he didn't call everybody to do that. Because if he did, we wouldn't have so many of the other unique callings that we need in order to fulfill that great big kingdom purpose. Right? The kingdom isn't going to be built just by speakers and teachers. The kingdom isn't going to be just built by evangelists. The kingdom isn't going to be just built by those who are skilled in a trade. The kingdom is going to be built by all of the above and more. And so we need to work together and we need to stop comparison. You know, it goes so much further than just saying, oh, comparison is the thief of joy. You know, we hear that quote all the time because it is. You, when you start to compare, you automatically get down on yourself. But it's about so much more than that because we have to be kingdom minded. And remember that we are all here together to build the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of our little family, not the kingdom of ourselves. And so it goes beyond just, you know, how it steals our joy when we compare. Because there's something so much bigger than us. And what joy we will have when we know we're building the kingdom together. And we're all doing our part. Like I said, my three sons are probably not going to go to college. Not because I don't think they're cut out for college. Not because, you know, it's too challenging for them. But because I see how they can do things for the kingdom And it's not necessary. But for others, you want to be a doctor. You want to be a lawyer. You want to be a teacher. You have things that you know 100% God has called you to do. And you are going to need a college degree, perhaps more. You know, higher degrees for that. Then that's what you need to do. See, the most important thing is we need to all make sure we are following God. Our world makes it like we have to follow others. We have to follow this one, what they're doing. We follow that one. It's so noisy. It's so confusing. The internet tells us our homes have to look a certain way. We have to follow influencers that our lives have to look like theirs. I call foul on all that. And I say, no, no. No, cut it out. I'm blowing the whistle. Stop. Our lives are not supposed to look like influencers. Our lives are supposed to look like Christ. Our lives are supposed to look like Christ. And we are to be Christ-like as we live out the purposes that he has given for us. Is that not a beautiful thought? So we have to get off the internet Stop going places in our mind where we don't belong. Stop comparing to what everybody else is doing, being influenced to what everybody else is doing. Be influenced by what Christ has done in your life and follow him. The influence you want on others is solely to let them see Christ in you. Not, oh, she has a great big house that's beautifully decorated. Oh, she has wonderful clothes. Oh, her family is this and that. Those things are fine, but that is ultimately not what we want others to see in us. We want others to see those things in us, but only after they've seen Christ in us. So I really wanted to encourage you in this today. I know for all of us, there is no one immune out there because we are humans. We get so caught up in what we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to look like, how our homes are supposed to look, how our lives are supposed to look. I want to encourage you today to end that, not just because the comparison trap is worldly, but because we live above that when we live for Christ. 
as sisters in Christ, as disciples of Christ, we don't even go down that path of comparison. Why would we when we're living for him? When our eyes are fully fixed on him, we're not worrying about what those next to us are doing. So I hope that this encouraged you today. If it did, let me know. Share this message with a friend. I feel like this is one that so many of us need to be reminded of daily, that our lives are not supposed to look like anybody else's. Our lives are really supposed to look like Christ. And each of us has a different purpose in how we do that each day. So share it with a friend. Let me know what you think. And hopefully you're hearing this on Apple Podcasts soon. Um, And uh, if you're not and you had to go find it somewhere else, please let me know because I'm trying to work this out with Apple. uh, Let them know that others can't hear it. So just send me a message. Let me know. Hopefully we'll get that fixed out. But if not, I know that this message will go to every ear that God intends for it to be heard. So thank you for listening. Until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus.